dealing with the lesson, we're going to be dealing with becoming a friend to share with a friend. Becoming a friend to share with a friend. If you have your Bibles, uh, please open up your Bible to 1 Corinthians 9th chapter. And we're going to look here, uh, seeing Paul, looking at Paul as, as they studied. You see his life, how he led his life, how he lived his life, and how he was trying to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with all that he came into contact with. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, right now, God, we pray to open up your word, that we will study your word, meditate on your word, learn from your word, and God, that we'll grow and learn what it means to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with someone else, Father. Lord, let us not be selfish, but Lord, let us learn to step outside of our own comfort zones, our own boundaries, as we learn from the life of Paul. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 1 Corinthians 9th chapter, verses 16 to 23. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The Word of God says, Yet preaching the good news is not something I can boast about. I am compelled by God to do it. How terrible for me if I didn't preach the good news. If I, were going, if I were doing this on my own initiative, I would deserve payment, but I have no choice, for God has given me this sacred trust. When this is my pay, it is the opportunity to preach the good news without charging anyone. That's why I never demand my rights when I preach the good news. Even though I am a free man with no master, I have become a slave to all people to bring many to Christ. When I was with the Jews, I lived like a Jew to bring the Jews to Christ. When I was with those who followed the Jewish law, I too lived under the law. Even though I am not subject to the law, I did this so I could bring to Christ those who are under the law. When I am with the Gentiles who do not follow the Jewish law, I too live apart from that law so I can bring them to Christ. But I do not ignore the law of God. I, I obey the law of Christ. When I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. So we're going to study on Paul here. We're learning some things about Paul. Paul sees that it is his right. It is his purpose to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. To who? I'm glad you asked that question. He's trying to share to everybody he gets in contact with. Now, the thing is this, that how do you reach people you're not like? How do you reach people that don't look like you? How do you reach people that have different morals than you, different ethics than you? Well, it says that Paul said, I'll try to be like them in order to reach them. But yet he said, I did not live like them. He said, I came to like those that were under the law, but I didn't live like I was under the law because I am not under the law. Then he said, I went with those who do not live under the law, who are lawless, but I did not live like them either. But I went with them so that I could share Christ with them. What is that? Paul became their friend. 
How do you make friends? I, I, in third grade, I, rem, I remember singing this song. Uh, uh, in third grade, at, when I was in school, they always it had like chorus time. You would sing songs. And, and one song we used to always sing because the kids caught on to it quick. We all like making friends. We said, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. And, and I remember that song even to this day because it makes sense. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, the other is gold. That this, that... Friends are precious metals. You got to make them. You can't just, you just can't have them come to you, but you got to go to them. You got to make them. And so Paul realized that I want to go places and make friends. And when I make these friends, my goal is not just to make friends, but to share with them the eternal salvation through Jesus Christ. And, and, and think about your church, your purpose. What is the goal of the church? The church is a body of believers. And so we are, and the church is to build the kingdom of God. Now, how do you build the kingdom of God? You need to get unbelievers. The church stays dead when it does not share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have a lot of churches that stay inside four walls but never go out the highways and the byways. But I do remember that Jesus said, what, go and make what? disciples. And so Paul realized this calling he had. He realized. So he realized it was a necessity. So first and foremost, you got to realize this. In order to be a friend, you got to make it a purpose. You got to make it a purpose to become their friend. You have to understand what they understand. How can you relate to a Muslim when you don't know anything about Islam? How can you relate to someone who's going through problems where you don't know the problems they're going through? For example, there's many people that, as pastor, I have counsel for many reasons, but I first and foremost let them know I don't have the words to say. I don't know what to say to somebody that's lost their mother. I never lost my mom. I lost my grandmother, but that's not the same thing. So I don't say, I, I can't say I feel your pain, but I can talk to them, try to understand what they're going through and try to relate to them and becoming their friend. And when you listen to them, then they listen back to you. I read in a book by John Maxwell, he says this, that nobody cares how much you know till they know how much you care. And when Paul took the time to sit down with these people who weren't like him, they realized he took the time to make an interest in them, and therefore they took an interest in him. But first and foremost, you have to make it a purpose. It's purposeful. Tell somebody it's purposeful. That's the first thing you realize. It's purposeful. You've got to make a point to do it. But now, this is this. How is it that when you find Christ, you don't want to share with anybody else? How come? Is it because you're scared you'll be rejected? Is it scared that they won't accept you anymore? Is, is it because of that? But I'm going to share this with you, that Jesus says that if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. And we've got to take this to the heart, realize this, that... I should not be ashamed. Because why? I can now stand without shame. I can stand with confidence. Why? Because Jesus Christ has forgiven me. And so with that same aspect, we need to have that same. And if you need some help, Paul, Paul did not just only just talk about it in Corinthians, but in Romans 1st uh, chapter, verse 16. Some of y'all uh, might be familiar with that verse. You may be able to quote it. Allow me to read it. And the New Living Translation says this, that for I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ, it is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. So you see here, Paul continues, he's letting you, everybody know that, look, I am not ashamed to tell somebody the good news. What is the good news? I'm glad you asked. I got a lot of good questions. I'm glad you asked, what is the good news? The good news is that Jesus, fully man, fully God, came to the earth to live, 
to become sin for us. So therefore he died on the cross and became sin for us who are sinners. And then he did not stay dead, but he, God rose him from the grave on the third day. So now he presents us faultless to the Father. And Paul is not ashamed to tell everybody, yes, I believe in a living Savior. Yes, sir. And now, it, catch this, look. Paul says that if I don't do it, it, it feels like I'm neglecting what God has given me. He said, I, I have no choice. Verse 17 in New Living Translation says, if I were doing this on my own initiative, I would deserve payment. But I have no choice, for God has given me the sacred trust. Now, Paul is pointing out that I've been called to as an apostle. I've been called a priest to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So he's pointing out here that I have no choice but to tell the good news. It kind of reminds you about Jeremiah. Jeremiah 20 chapter 9 verse says that when I don't want to, I have to because it's like fire shut up in my bones. See, Jeremiah realized that when I don't want to tell what God has told me, he said, I have to. I have no choice because it's such a burden. We need to, have, we need to pray for that kind of a burden Amen. to be concerned about the loss, to be concerned about them so much that where will they go after they leave this place? Think about, what, do you want your brother... Your, your physical brother to die and go to hell? Do you, do you want your co-worker? I know we get mad at our co-workers sometimes, mad at our boss. I wish you go to hell. But do you really want them to go to hell? Think about it. Think about it. You really would not want to wish any kind of that pain and suffering on anybody. Because technically, when you love yourself, you realize that this, that I don't want to go through that. I could imagine somebody that's going through that. Think about how you watch movies and you cry for people you don't even know in a movie. So think about how really genuinely you do care about people you really don't know. You get to know these characters in a movie. You know, I, I cried watching Lion King, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, a cartoon. And in, in anime, I just but I had deep felt emotions when Mufasa passed away. Like, oh, Simba. <laughs> so how much more can you be about somebody that's like, man, Lord, how can I reach this person? Become their friend. They don't, they don't eat with everybody, so you go eat with them. Don't be hypocritical and say, well, I'm not going to sit with them because they do things or talk about things I don't want to talk about. Well, go talk about what you want to talk about to them. You change the subject matter. You need some help with this? Even Paul learned he had to confront some people. Uh, turn to uh, Galatians, second chapter. We're going to go back to 1 Corinthians 9 chapter. I'm not done there. Uh, but go to Galatians. If you're in 1 Corinthians, you just turn to your right and you'll run into Galatians eventually. Or if, you're not, if you do not know, you can look in the table of contents. Uh, Galatians 2nd chapter, uh, looking at verses 11 to 21. And, and, and here we're going to deal with Paul is, is confronting Peter. Now, y'all might be familiar with Peter. Uh, Peter is that same Peter that was with John, that was bold in front of the saying. He's just telling about how he must speak about Jesus Christ. But even times Peter had problems witnessing and reaching those who weren't like him. Catch that. Even Samuel Thomas Dern, yes, Pastor Samuel Thomas Dern has problems reaching people who are not like him, that sometimes I need a checkup. I need a wake-up call. I need somebody to say, look, don't be so highly, and, and as, as, as Lottie pointed out, don't be so heavenly minded, you know, earthly good. Don't be so spiritual and so holy that you can't reach those who are unholy. Let's look here. But when Peter came to Antioch, it had to uh, oppose him to his face, for what he did was very wrong. 
when, the first, when he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile Christians who were not circumcised. But afterward, when some friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. Y'all know some people like that, that they, they first start out reaching to everybody, but when their friends come around, they act like, oh, I don't associate with you anymore. He was afraid of criticism from these people who he insisted on necessity of circumcision. As a result, other Jewish Christians followed Peter's hypocrisy. There's a problem there. When you don't set the example of a Christian follower of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and becoming friends, you become a stumbling block for others. Those that are looking to you for an example will follow your lead. So therefore, if you're not going to talk to them, well, I won't talk to them either. And even says Barnabas was led astray of their hypocrisy. Now, this is personal to Paul because Barnabas spoke up for Paul. Barnabas, when nobody else believed in Paul, Barnabas says, I know the work that Paul is doing in Damascus. Paul's heart's broken. He said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We are called to reach the lost and encourage them, but yet we're leading those who know Christ astray because we want to separate ourselves. Think about it. The most segregated time of the day, I mean of the week, is Sunday morning. We are so separated in the church. Why? Because we disagree with how you uh, uh, do this and how you do that or how you look or how you dress or we don't sing those kind of songs or we don't like clapping this. But the bottom line is this, that how do we reach those? We got to realize that sometimes we have to become like somebody else in order to reach them. It's not all about how you do it our way, but the bottom line is try to reach them. And that's why, we know, as, as our church, we're trying to realize that, look, we want to do what we can to reach you. Remember creative methods? Sometimes the message does not change, but maybe the methods change. Yes, and when I saw that they were not following the truth, verse 14, of the gospel message, I said to Peter in front of all the others, since you, a Jew by birth, have discarded the Jewish laws and are living like a Gentile, why are you now trying to make these Gentiles follow the Jewish traditions? You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles, yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ. Not by obeying the law, and we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ. Not because we have obeyed the law, for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. Catch this. Paul confronts Peter and said, look, the bottom line is this. It's about us placing our faith in Jesus Christ. When you're witness to somebody, you're becoming their friend. You know, it, we make it so difficult. To tell somebody the gospel of Jesus Christ, we want to start with Genesis and go all the way to Revelation. But the bottom line is, is them placing their faith in Jesus Christ. We get so overwhelmed. How is it it's a, an eight-year-old little boy, little girl can accept Christ easier than a 35-year-old adult? It's too logical for them. Well, I got to get myself right. Did he really die for me? Well, I don't believe he did. But little kids say, yes, I do believe he died. Probably never read a, a, a whole book of the Bible yet, but are willing to believe. You see, we get caught up trying to make people do, go through, so we got to go to church, you got to go to Sunday school. But Paul is pointing out, look, we know it's not by works, it's not by the law, but it's by their faith being placed in Jesus Christ. When you set the example, so you gotta, first you've got you to be on purpose in your evangelism. Second, you've got to practice it. You gotta practice it. If you're not practicing being a follower of Christ, showing love, remember we talking about being a disciple, how you love one another. If you can't love those who don't know Christ, why do they want to follow you as you follow Christ? 
Why would they want to come to your church when you push them away at work? So we realize we got to practice it, and it has to be purposeful. Paul realized this, that Peter, we got we to set the example. We can't be hypocritical. We can't say one thing, then what? Do another. We can't say that I, I, I'm going to relate to you here, but when you come to church, I'm going to act like I don't know you. Oh, I don't know that drunk. How do I know that drunk? No, I wasn't with him. But yet, Paul pointed out that, look, I sat with those who were lawless. I sat with the weak. I became weak like them. Catch this, catch this. He became weak. It means this, that he didn't act like he was stronger than them. He didn't act like he was better than them. He became like them. For example, when I know I'm going places, I know that I might not wear certain things. Like I don't want to wear clothes that's going to make me look like I'm cleaner than everybody else. I want to wear common clothes. If I know I'm going, walking around the community, as Sister Carol, you can see certain days I dress up, she says, oh, you must be going to an appointment. I have my tie on, I have my little shirt on. Another day she just sees me in jeans just like this, because I'm walking around the community. Oftentimes people come to the church looking for my car. I'm not here, because I'm walking up the hill, going to Bradley, going to shop, because I, don't, I want to meet people and them look at me. I don't want them to see me always in a suit, but I want them to see me looking like them. It's purposeful. I do it on purpose. Not by, do I like dressing up wearing a suit? You better believe it. Ask my mom and my dad. They know. I, I, go, to, I go to Joseph and Banks just on a, on a bad day looking for a new suit. You know, I just do this on my own. But yet on purpose, I, I, I put jeans on and a t-shirt on so I can go out and meet people that don't dress like I always dress. And so I can relate to them. Sometimes you might have to take off your watch and your jewelry to reach somebody because they're going to be distracted by what you have on. Paul realized this, if I'm going to reach the weak, I've got to become weak. If I'm going to reach those who follow the law, I've got to become that. Who is it you're trying to reach? It might be a drug addict. It might be your brother and your sister. It might, might be someone going through a divorce. It might be somebody depressed. Well, then once you come down, try to empathize with them. That's what is empathy. You know what empathy is? Putting yourself in somebody else's shoes is the basic definition. Trying to understand where they are. Trying to understand. doesn't mean you always will grasp it. I, I may not always know what it means to lose your mom. But I can try to tell you what it means to find salvation. I can share that because I have experienced that. I know how Christ can change your life when you place your faith in him. I know that much, but I can't solve all your problems. But yeah, I know this, that there's something greater than what's here on this earth. And then we help them place their hope in Jesus Christ. You see, Paul realizes that my goal is to promote Christ. My goal is is to promote Christ. And that's why I become friends to everybody. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Go back. We're back in 1 Corinthians 9th chapter. Are you with me again? So look, look at verse 19. It says, Even though I am free man, with no master, I have become a slave to all people to bring many to Christ. Now, I want you to look at this here. And some it says that I may win some. Cats, Paul realizes that effective friendship evangelism means that everybody may not accept what I am telling them. But yet I will still tell them. His goal is to win souls for Christ. How do you win souls for Christ? First and foremost, you've got to tell them about Christ. Well, how can you tell them about Christ? You have to be purposeful and you have to practice it. Would you go to your doctor and ask him, how to fix your car? No, because he doesn't practice that. You will go to a mechanic who practices that. 
and you will trust him to tell you the right thing. Same thing. People are watching your life. And if you're practicing what you're preaching, I think they will listen. Because actions do speak louder than words. And Paul's pointing this out. Look, look, I'm not doing this for money. I've jumped ahead, but before that, Paul points out, look, it is good to play a preacher his ways. Why? If he's doing this for a living, he should be able to make his living off of preaching the word. But Paul got boastful. He says, look, I'm boasting because why? I haven't asked you to pay me. He says, I do it because I have no choice. He says, I have to preach the word of 